Hello everybody, welcome to Geeks and Grounds, a monthly game club where we play games and brew good conversation together. It is the month of December and we are in our final month of 2023. It's pretty dang exciting. Um, Also, for those of you who are new to the podcast, my name is Jenny. I am your co-host. Wonderful co-host Joel is not here today. Um, He will be back next week when he is back from his trip uh, touring Japan and enjoying a wonderful, relaxing holiday. Cannot wait to hear from him when he gets back. Um, So I will be introducing the game solo this month, which feels slightly lonely. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I'm excited because we do have a lot to get through. Um, Thank you again, just to get some housekeeping out of the way to all of the folks who voted for our 2024 game selections. Again, this is your first time listening to the podcast. Um, We... This, this was the first year, and so I curated all of the titles, um, but I wanted to bring in more community involvement, allow you to not, uh, which I think a lot of folks voice that they enjoyed not having to necessarily think about what they're going to be playing, but I did want there to be an element of hearing what you're excited about, hearing what you'd love to play, uh, and what you'd love to discuss with each other and bring that in. So we kind of met in the middle. We have six titles that are community selected. Uh, We've listed those in the newsletter. I will be setting up a schedule and also putting in the months that I already know. I've curated a few titles as well for the remaining six. Um, There may be a little bit of movement or maybe months that I'll keep as surprises, keeping them free for any surprise drops that happen or any, any titles that maybe strike my fancy or that I discover that I would I think would be great, but we'll have our 2024 schedule up. My hope is by the end of the month. So that's pretty dang exciting. Um, For folks who are returning, if you have been participating in the club, you've been listening to the podcast, it would be really helpful as always. uh, If you could leave a comment on the video or a review, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform like Apple or Spotify, um, just hitting the rating, it just helps with visibility, visibility, algorithms, all those things. And Truthfully, it's also just really nice for us to see. Um, We really enjoy creating these podcasts and materials, and it's always just a bolster to know that you're enjoying them as well. So let's get to the pastry case. As always, our grab bag of topics, including industry news, as well as what else we've been watching, playing, reading, and enjoying outside of our monthly selection. Now, we didn't really have a... Well... We had a short month last month. We took a couple weeks off for the holiday as well as for voting. And so we haven't had a monthly selection, but I have definitely been playing uh, a fair handful of games and keeping busy. The first that I wanted to highlight and let you all know about, if you have not seen it, heard it, or played it yet, it's called In Stars and Time. This is a game by Insert Disc 5, published by Armor Game Studios, and... It's one of those titles that I knew I was going to like, but as I've been playing it, I'm not done quite yet, but the more I play it, the more I realize how truly special this game is, and it's one of those that 
truthfully, I probably will sneak in and have it be some sort of Geeks and Grounds title in the future, just because there's been so much to chew on. And even in this playthrough that I'm doing right now, I know I'm not getting everything and I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on it. Um, the Steam description says, live with the ever-present burden of being trapped in a time loop only you know about in this turn-based RPG. Create a better future for you and your friends, find hope where there is none left, pray to the stars, and free yourself from time. So we've got a couple elements there. It's a time looping game. It's an RPG. You have friends. <laughs> it's great. Um, I think what's really made this game stand out for me, besides its monochromatic, um, very like earthboundy meets undertale meets i don't know just kind of quirky earthbound like style um is the dialogue between the party members in the rpg this is very much like a oh what is it called when you have a cast and it's like like a cast drama like um oh my goodness it's when you have a lot of characters and it's like a cast that each of them has this storyline and is featured in some way it's going to come to me as soon as I finish recording this and it's going to drive me absolutely wild but basically every member of the cast has their moments to shine has vulnerabilities has strengths and I feel like in a t in a year where we've had some pretty outstanding narrative games um this should be counted up among them especially in terms of character development so that's in stars and time I just play it, talk to, talk with me about it if you do, because I am obsessed. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's outstanding. The team, they released, I think it was like late November when they released. And so I think I'm very disappointed that only because it's not in consideration for a lot of the end of the year awards because it came out so late. And I really think, along with Slay the Princess, honestly, um, that this should be up there. The other game I've been spending kind of an absurd amount of time in is Suica Game. So Suica Game is also known as Watermelon Game. Uh, this is a Japanese, kind of like a Japanese fruit matching game where you stack different fruits in a confined space. Um, basically, you've got like two cherries when stacked together make a strawberry two strawberries stacked together or touching make a grape and you go through this evolution of fruit um as as i don't know god intended <laughs> to create watermelon um i think looking it up i think the original game came out in 2021 so this has been out for a while and it was originally a browser game, um, I guess originally a Chinese browser game called Merge Big Watermelon. And this is just what I had read when looking this up on like Wikipedia. Um, so take it with a grain of salt, you know, depending on how accurate this, this Wikipedia entry is. But um, yeah, so this game's been out for a while and only recently has it really sort of taken on the streaming world by storm um i first saw like vtubers playing it on tiktok <laughs> and i was scrolling on tiktok i saw this it caught my eye and i 
had to try it. Um, and then I bought it <laughs> and it's so good. You can play it for free on your phone and on desktop, although there are ads um, on the Switch. It's, I believe, $2.99 USD. But um, if you are looking for a game to just not really think deeply other than about the immediate action of dropping fruit and matching them. Uh, it's a really good, really good game to sort of pass the time with, um, arguably too much time, but I've, I feel like it was very much worth the $2.99 that I spent on it. And finally, just to round out the pastry case, uh, we've got some indie game highlights and launches. Again, I like to shout out some of the games that are launching this week, uh, the ones that are particularly interesting to me. So this isn't a comprehensive list. This is just something so that you know what's being launched, perhaps where, so that you can find find out more on your own. So A Highland Song is coming out on Switch and PC on December 5th. This is a game I have very much anticipated for a while. Um, it's about a young girl named Moira McKinnon who runs away through the Scottish Highlands. Uh, this is got platforming, dynamic storytelling, and just beautiful music. And it's from the developers behind 80 Days and Heaven's Vault, which were both very strong narrative titles and ones that I thought were really worthwhile and enjoyable and largely underrated, I think, by the general public, although I think both got pretty wide critical acclaim. So Highland Song, I'm hoping, ends up being a bit more commercially successful for them. Um, it looks absolutely beautiful. Also on December 5th, <laughs> While the Iron's Hot is coming out on PC. This is like a quintessential, I think, Jenny game where it's pixel art. I love pixel art. It's about crafting. Um, you're reforging a blacksmith's village and really bringing up and bolstering the community that this blacksmith's forge is in. And so I think this combination of building, of like resource collecting, of crafting, again, pixel art, I think is all something that really I am drawn to. And it's developed by Bon Temp Games and published by Humble Games. Uh, and so I'm very excited to take a look at it. I don't think they've had any sort of demo or if they did, I never. Oh, nope. I lied. I just looked up their page. They have a demo and I just never saw it. So I haven't tried it yet. I don't know how the demo plays, but I'm very excited to to just pick up the game and see what it's like. And again, that one's only coming out on PC on December 5th currently. And to make it a nice, lovely, odd number, um, Born of Bread is also releasing on December 5th. Born of Bread is coming out on PC, Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation. So you can get it pretty much anywhere. And this title, um, I did get to try out the demo, I think at the last Steam Next Fest, they still have a demo available if you wanted to try it before purchasing it or just to see if uh, it suits your fancy. This one is just a really joyful RPG, kind of in the line of Bug Fables, or um, maybe with the aesthetic, if you are familiar with Of Paper Mario. So you have these almost 2D characters in sort of these pseudo, almost 3D environments. Um, it's very stylized, very cartoony, and very fun and 
again, joyful. Uh, this is an RPG with turn-based combat, and you play as Loaf, a flower golem, discovering an enchanting world full of humor and a really charming cast of friends and some foes, but this game plays very much like a Saturday morning cartoon. I will say that the demo started a little bit slower for me. It was really visually cute, the mechanics were fun, but something about the story didn't quite click. But in the last like third of the demo, things finally kind of felt like they were really settling in. And so I'm hoping that that's more reflective of the full game versus the first part of the demo. Um, it's hard to make a demo. I feel like you can kind of get lost in trying to set up tutor and tutorialize things. So I think um, I'm going to be giving this game a chance and I'm really hoping that it can really round out a solid year of RPGs. 2023, I think I've played more RPGs than I have in a very long time. So I am looking forward to Born of Bread. And while this isn't a brand new release, it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I have to shout out I Outer Wilds, the Archaeologist Edition, is coming out December 7th on Switch. So Outer Wilds has been out for a couple of a couple of years on PC already, um, as well as I think PlayStation. Let me actually do a quick check because I could be very wrong. Um Outer Wilds is, yep, Outer Wilds is on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and again, December 7th coming out on Switch. I am so excited. Do I have it on PlayStation? Yes. Do I have it on PC? Yes. Am I probably going to get it for the Switch? Probably, only because I would really like the hard copy and having a hard Switch copy, that just seems to be my personal place of choice where I like to get the physical copy of games, a Switch, more so than other consoles. So yeah, I will probably, if they have a physical version, I don't know if they do, if they ever do, I will be picking that up. So yeah, Outer Wilds, it's a time looping game. You are essentially a member of this collective space program called the Outer Wilds Ventures and you are exploring space and you come across a bit of an anomaly. Um, that's all I'm willing to say at this point. It's one of those games where I think personally is best played with minimal knowledge um, and then being open to if you need to look stuff up as you play perhaps doing that but I think a lot of the joy I know I got when playing was not necessarily knowing what was going on initially and being willing to find those moments where I wanted to puzzle through and when I wanted to ask for help or get look something up so um, definitely check out Outer Wilds it's it's outstanding. And that's it for the pastry case. As always, please send in questions, comments, um, anything you'd like uh, here, just sending an email to jenny at geeksandgrounds.com and I would be more than happy to address it. If you've got game recommendations that are in your pastry case that you're also playing on top of perhaps participating in Geeks and Grounds or any other books or movies you're reading, let us know. Um, always excited and happy to take your recommendations. Now, for this month's brew, I oof, I really had a hard time picking what to play for December, 
because there were honestly just so many titles that I wanted to enjoy with all of you. And that is usually the problem. It's not a matter of what game should I pick because I can't decide because there's not enough. The problem is there are too many games and I wish we could just all play games all the time and just talk about them to just help expedite and play even more games. But what we are going to be doing this month is enjoying some meditative vibes and some climbing. We are going to be playing the game Je Sens. Uh, this is a game published and developed by Don't Nod, who you may recognize from other titles like Tell Me Why, uh, the Life is Strange series, and golly, I think, what was it, Vampire? Did they? I know they did a, yeah, they did Vampire as well, among a few other titles. Um, Je Sens is very, very different. If you've experienced some of the games from Don't Nod, um, whether you like them or not, just know that Jassant's very, um, very much a departure from what this studio is known for. And um, I personally found it to be a interesting and positive departure. Um, and in this game, you we are going to be scaling an immeasurably tall tower and ascending to new heights alongside a little round and adorable companion. Uh, the goal is to master our climbing tools, to climb and to piece together the tower's past. Uh, I picked this game and because I played it and I was actually not even considering this game for Geeks and Grounds initially, but after the first time I played it, I could not stop thinking about it, and I've actually gone in a couple more times um, to really delve in and also to prepare the materials for the club as well, but I think it's going to be quite rewarding, and uh, again, it was quite surprising for me, so I'm very interested to hear what you all think as you play, and if you find it as surprising, um, as pleasantly surprising, or perhaps maybe you don't think it's a great departure and you think, uh, don't nod, uh, their strength lies in maybe what they've done more traditionally. I think that if you typically like games that hone in on one mechanic, um, games that don't have a lot of dialogue, but instead focus on environmental lore to be discovered and read, and games that are more artistic and reflective, uh, think along the lines of, if you're familiar, games like Rhyme, Journey, or Abzu, this is a game that you probably are going to resonate with or connect with a bit more readily. Um, I also appreciated that this game, while it didn't delve too heavily into it, um, there are themes that explore climate change and its impact on the people of the world, and this is a gentle and not terrifying post-apocalyptic world. So I think I also appreciated that this was a take on a post-apocalypse that um, felt a little bit less Mad Max, for example, uh, and a little bit more contemplative. There are no major content warnings for this game other than if you are pretty apprehensive about heights or get vertigo, uh, this may cause that to activate. Uh, this game isn't third person and not first, and so I think it may be a little bit better for folks who may not be super sensitive, but if you are much more sensitive, I would 
uh, recommend really checking out the trailer, maybe peeking into some gameplay on YouTube initially, just to see how it feels when you're looking at it on the screen. Um, there are scenes, you know, you're, you're constantly climbing up. So there are times where you can angle your camera down and see sort of this vast expanse beneath you. And so if that does not sound pleasant, um, please use your, use your judgment, you know yourself and you can decide whether or not this game is for you. Jusant is about six hours long, so we will be playing it in two-hour stints approximately. Um, conveniently, this game breaks up into six chapters. So basically starting this week, um, we're going to be playing two chapters a week, and you can estimate about one and a half to two hours per chapter, depending on how quickly you climb, how much you explore, and maybe um, if you get stuck on certain puzzles. But I honestly didn't find myself getting too stuck other than perhaps two times. I think there are two notable times <laughs> when I had a little bit of trouble figuring out how to progress, but those sticking points didn't last for too long. As always, please feel free to play at your own pace. If you find that you're getting into the game and your flow is just you're you're in it and you're enjoying it, lean in, play as long as you would like. And if you find you don't enjoy the game, you are absolutely well within your rights to stop. Um, and it's okay. And you can also still use that to participate in the conversation. Um, it's really important to hear about what folks liked about the game as well as folks what folks didn't like. And so um, as long as you have reasoning behind your feedback for what you liked and what you didn't, that's really all that we care about as we discuss this game over the month. Um, and finally, December 23rd will be our community hangout. Super excited. It'll be the final one of the year. Uh, so we will be talking through the discussion questions in depth, as well as just sharing thoughts about the game and I'm hoping to figure out something that we can all play together as a community to wind down our final hangout for the year. Oh my goodness. This week, as you play, uh, the big reflection question that I'd love you to consider is why do people migrate and what factors would cause you to leave your home, whether they be positive or negative? Um, I encourage you to think about that within the context of the game, as well as just in your own life, what has caused you to move? Have you ever moved or have you stayed at home uh, in one place that you've called home for as long as you can remember? Um, and why and why not? And I'd love to hear from you, whether it's via email, again, writing me back at geeksandgrounds.com, um, leaving a comment in the Discord, I guess that's pretty much the only two ways to contact us. Um, but as always, if you write back, um, there's a chance that if you'd like, you can let me know that I can read your response on the podcast. We'd be happy to do so. Um, that's what allows this to feel a little bit more like a conversation between us and you versus just me talking or just Joel talking. But also, um, I do enjoy writing back to your responses um, in both the Discord and via email. So that is it for today. Um, I am so excited that Joel will be back next time because I miss having his really good insights and, of course, very good wordplay and puns. Um, 
he will be back next week to talk about the first two chapters. So make sure you're playing at least up through there if you don't want to be spoiled in the next podcast episode. Um, I'm so excited to be finishing out the year with you all. It's been outstanding learning about how to run this club, growing with you all. And um, I'm just so happy that we are almost at this milestone together. We're climbing our own peak. Um, As always, thank you for listening. You can find us on social media at Geeks and Grounds. Um, I admittedly am not the best at posting on social media. The best places to stay in touch with us are by signing up for the newsletter. The weekly newsletter will have everything you need. And second best place is probably the Discord. And if you'd like to hop into the Discord, you can visit geeksandgrounds.com. That's where you can find a link to the Discord as well as all of the other places you can find us on social, podcast, everything. So there, <laughs> I, I wish Joel was here to provide an outro. Um, so all I will say is I'm excited to climb with you to the top of this tower. And I'm excited for the brew that awaits for us at the peak. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. I will talk to you next week. Bye.